Good evening. I'm reporting from the civilian installation above Planet One of HIP 23759. Earlier this week, Canon Interstellar's megaship, the Gnosis, crashed into the installation run by the Xeno Research Group. Fortunately, the megaship managed to miss much of the structure, but got itself wedged inextricably and was only freed this morning just in time to make its jump to Sinuf NU-MD8-99. Some believe that the crash was a deliberate attack on the rival science organisation, the Xena Research Group. Some believe that they were low on gin and desperate to get to the many entertainments on offer at the installation, while others simply think they were asleep at the wheel. LCU, no fool like one, has agreed to make a statement on behalf of Canon Interstellar. LCU, what could you tell us? I'm pleased to say that the Gnosis is on its way. We tried everything to get it shifted. Del Monte's oil, Star Beaver's special butter. In the end, we covered it in washing up liquid, and after a bit of wiggling to and forth, we were able to free it up. Yes, we can see that it's gone. But what can you tell us about the accident? Oh yes, it's very regrettable. But fortunately, nobody was seriously injured. No use crying over spilled milk, eh? Come join us at Sinurf, and we can give you an all-expenses-paid visit to the Brain Trees. I think what our listeners want to know is how this accident happened. Oh, you know, accidents happen. Boys will be boys. The public deserve to know the truth. Very well. Our newest member of the Cannon Council, Commander Classic, was most insistent that he should have a turn at piloting the Gnosis. Was he? I advised against it, but he was so insistent that we let him have a go, and before we knew what was happening, the ship had wedged itself into the installation. So, that's your story? If you ask me, I think he'd been drinking, probably asleep at the wheel. I've heard that it was your incompetence that led to the crash. I don't recall being on the bridge that day. In fact, I believe I was at the Woking Pizza Express. Well... We've acquired a leaked recording of the events of that day. Oh. Let's have a listen, shall we? Wake up! Wake up! What? Oh, my gin! What's the meaning of this, Paolo? I told you there was a problem with that orbit you plotted. I told you not to question my orders. Well, it looks like we're heading straight for something in our orbit and we don't have enough Delta V to get out of the way. Get out of my way. I can deal with this. This is the commander of the Gnosis Megaship, calling the vessel in orbit of Planet One. Please move to a new orbit immediately as we're coming in. No, you move. I beg your pardon. I repeat. This is the Canon megaship, the Gnosis. We're approaching your orbit and you need to move immediately. Gnosis megaship, please change your course. Listen, you jumped up, little woman. This is the Gnosis megaship of the Canon Interstellar Research Group. You have 35 million tonnes of indium, computer components and tea rapidly approaching your orbit. I suggest you start your engines and get out of the way immediately. Jumped up, little woman, indeed. This is a civilian orbital installation. We don't have any engines. I suggest you move out of the way. Oh, bugger. Who am I talking to? Um, Classic. Commander Classic. Paolo, fetch Commander Classic, quick as you can. Uh, please stand by. Permission to dock? No. You don't have permission to dock, so get that heap of crap out of here. Ah, Commander Classic. So glad you could join us. What's going on, eh, bird? As the newest member of the Council, you have the privilege, indeed the honour, of piloting the Gnosis into orbit. Are you sure? I've never flown anything about this big before. I've never been more sure of anything in my life. Please, take the seat. Proximity alert. What's going on? I just sat Brace down. for impact. Brace. 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 Halford. Dex 7 and 8. Gin spillage. Deck 4. Oh, classic. You are in a great deal of trouble now. 
Well, there we have it. It seems that this accident was in fact your fault. Nonsense. You can quite clearly hear that Classic was in the pilot's chair at the time of the accident, and I am entirely blameless. He was only in the chair for a second. It's amazing how quickly that man can mess things up. You were snoring in the pilot's chair just before the accident. That's simply not true. I have a, uh, um, a medical condition. Ever since the bubble invasion by the Thargoids, I've been unable to snore, so it couldn't have been me. You set the course. It's your fault that the ship crashed. This is fake news. The interview is over. Powell O, how many people will we have to dose with Hexedit to make them forget this? There can't be more than a dozen people listening to that station. I can still hear you, you fool. What? I thought I hung up on you. Our mics are live. Good evening, everyone. That was a special report from our raving reporter, Commander Wotherspoon, assisted by various interrelated ne'er-do-wells. I'm your host for this evening, Harry Boltak, and I'm joined by our stalwart band of presenters, the staunch Normus Knockers. Good evening, everyone. The steadfast Wilma Fingerdoo. Thank you, Harry. Good evening, all. And he really should be committed... Loose knockers. Thank you, I think. No, hang on, that means... Time for some news! Nomination, hesitation, consternation, declaration. Application, obligation, desperation, situation, supplication. Voyager of the Damned. Lose sorry, again. No, I'm not. Rocket Socket causes Phantom Tantrum. Trucker responsible for delivery. Dead dudes drive drinkers to Lally. Atrus5060 is excited. Poor old Lou hasn't got a clue. And Norma tells us who was fonder of the Golconda. The galaxy has been rocked to its very core this week when a scandal was revealed. Not the usual political scandal where someone claims they'll keep Cubicle 3 fully operational just minutes before telling Floor Mopping Guy to close it for the duration, but something far, far more serious. With only three days left, it appears that there are still truckers who have not gone to nominations.forthemug.com and submitted the names of the commanders who deserve to be nominated for the Muggies Awards. This must be remedied, and remedied now. You'll need to vote tactically to stop Flossie winning in every category. And that's as maybe. But it doesn't stop this being something you should all do. Your galaxy needs you. Needs you to submit the names of those unsung heroes, the pilots whose deeds deserve to be rewarded by the acknowledgement of their peers and by gaining a splendid award to boot. Sorry, not to boot, to keep. There are categories related to distance travelled, bounties gained, etc. And those will be need to be automatically decided from the data gathered by the Hutton Helper. Where the organisers need your help is with the following categories. And don't be intimidated or think I haven't got time to enter someone for all of those, because you don't need to fill them all in if you don't have someone to nominate for a particular category. The categories are... Jumper of the Year Explorer of the Year Naughty Trucker of the Year Passenger Transporter of the Year Miner of the Year Mistake of the Year Helpful Trucker Award Alvin Defer Charitable Trucker Award Thargoid Killer of the Year Combat Pilot of the Year Lifetime Award Creator of the Year 
Book Naked Rebuy Award. Sun Smasher of the Year. Mission Runner of the Year. Trader of the Year. The Trucker's Choice Award. Trucker of the Year. The awards will be announced live on the first Hutton Orbital Radio News of 3306 on January the 2nd. But the list of nominations closes on December the 1st. That's this Sunday. So if you're listening to the podcast of this show on Monday or later and think, I know, I'll submit my nominations now. Hang your head, because you should have done so earlier. If you want to see who's been nominated so far, then go to nominations.forthemug.com slash nominees.php or tinyurl.com slash mugnominees. After the nominations are closed, they'll be whittled down to a maximum of four per category. Then there will be a blind vote, but it should be noted that apart from the Trucker's Choice Award, the Academy, or Muggers as they style themselves, reserve the right to have the final say. And why not? They've done all the work of the work to create the event. Go to nominations.forthemug.com. There's a simple form to fill in with the list of categories and even a place for you to suggest a new category if you think that they've missed one. Do it. Go to that address right now so that you don't forget. But don't start filling out the form until the next tune. This show is hard enough to understand when you're paying full attention. Goodness knows what it'd be like if you try to multitask. As previewed on last week's radio show, King Hotbox visited the Cradle of Humanity on a Return to Soul event earlier this week. The team spent an inordinate amount of time mooching around Daedalus. They claim that we're working on our TAMs, but the smart money is on this being down to artistic differences as they could not decide the best order to place their ships for a photograph that they feared is obligatory. Eventually, they managed to work out an acceptable format, took their selfie and headed for Earth for yet more photos. To be fair to them, that was one of the points of the event. Over what millennia ago was the UK and the USA? Commander Rampage 737 was very pleased to point out that the area that used to be Yorkshire, where he said all intelligent life began, we think that in case the migration may have started early, the decrepit, sorry, intrepid pilots then turned their noses for deep space made their ships do the same and set off towards an ancient probe to make amends after a previous visit. We're sad to report that Commander Venezia, while serenading his co-pilot with an ancient Joe Pasquale classic, I know a song that will get on your nerves, hit Voyager 2 square on its nameplate. It now reads Vija. Apparently Commander Rampage 737 was enjoying a tasty dish of chicken balls. Commander Shoreside Customs helpfully remarked they must be very small. Commander Rampage 737, after much head-scratching, is still trying to work that one out. A limpet has been dispatched with a diagram to explain. Hutton Orbital Incident Report. Date of incident, 22nd November 3305. Location, Hill Pass C. Type of incident, Accidental System Conquest. Reporting Officer, Mia Harkness. Tonight, I would like to apologise to the lovely people of Hill Pass C for the accidental and unauthorised regime change in their home system. Alvin was very clear. Do not take over Hill Pass C, he said. It already has a player faction, he said. But no, somebody out there just couldn't help themselves. We have been the second player faction in the system for some time now, and everything's been lovely. Then an unfortunate series of events led to Hutton gaining influence, while Crimson States had issues in their other system, which led to them losing influence. Before we knew it, we were in a war for control of the system. Louis Snockers was assigned to oversee things and make sure the balance of power was restored. He watched the Hutton Helper dailies, made news announcements and managed Hutton anti-propaganda in the system. But then he took his eye off the ball for just a second to recover from a particularly harrowing episode of Spongebob Squarepants. It's called Nasty Patty. And a nameless someone or someone's moved in and swung it our way. Extensive investigation of Hutton Helper shows that the transgressors are not Hutton truckers, but still we feel some responsibility for the situation. You had one job to do, Snockers. One job. Commander Bear from the Hutton Security Bog Spaniels has been dispatched to the system with orders to bite some arses. Anyway, we're here now, so, you know, we'll just maybe stay. Anyway, happy Red Planet Day. Mia Harkness, Apology Officer. Sorry again. 
consternation in Dio Grande this week when Commander Infinite Dreamer was performing a routine external inspection of his crate Phantom, as he discovered what appeared to be a gigantic USB port, unsanctioned spaceship breach. Since this oversized connector does not appear on the plans for the ship, speculation has been rife as to its purpose. Is it how upgrades are delivered? Is it to provide power for the in-cockpit string of lights? Will the next generation of ships be all electric and this is where the charging cable will connect? Falk and Delacy, well known for loose wires inside the cockpit, were also unavailable for comments. All we know is that whatever it is, it'll take three goes to connect the cable. It was with great delight that we heard this week that the galactic population statistic needs to be increased by one. Dr. Iris Medalong and his co-pilot Nazim have a new recruit to occupy their third crew member's seat, or rather cot. And we here at Hutton Orbital wish all three of them much joy and sleepless nights when Dr. Eros can get some stick time. Doubts have been raised regarding the new Aquaveity alcoholic beverage which is produced and distributed by the Golconda colonists. Many people believe that the name of the drink translates as water of life, Aquavitae, but the name actually translates as water lives. This has led to speculation that either the water is alive with some kind of undetectable parasites or, equally disturbingly, contain ingredients derived from the ancestors of current colonists. One Hutton Orbital resident claimed that he felt kind of possessed after drinking the beverage, citing it as the reason he has been found naked on the parade at Hutton singing Oklahoma while peeing through the letterbox of McThargoids and farting loudly. Allegedly, the drink made him do it, and now that it is passed from his system, he is mortified. Another was thought to be speaking in tongues after drinking a whole bottle of the liqueur, but turned out just to be Scottish, and pished. Hotbox's Commander Malice XR3 said, It doesn't have the same sweetness as Chem Egg Vodka, but there's a hint of dusty old bodies that reminds me of Soylent Green. If they get this flavour from dissolving their ancestors to make the drink, then I very much approve. Bonkers resident Gene Poole insists that he found a toe in his drink, but couldn't be absolutely sure that it wasn't his. Scientists have yet been unable to pin down the actual ingredients of aquaveity, not aquavitae. So the jury's still out on this one. Although sales have dropped off, they are expected to recover over the festive period as people buy the new booze as a gift for friends and relatives. This reporter's thought, If you can drink dead people and then blame your subsequent drunken rampage on them, then what's the problem? Drink up and watch out for loose toes. Good evening, trackers! Atrus5060 here! Thargoids are back and attacking stations all over the galaxy! I'm uh, sorry, we, we we really don't have any news. Atrus5060 is still on holiday. We know because he sent us a lovely postcard with a picture of some local cats for some reason. We did try and use an AI program, even though they are illegal, to generate a report, but someone forgot to input the last four months worth of data, and so it created a report where the excitement wasn't quite justified. Sorry, I just couldn't pretend anymore. As you were, nothing to see here. Move along. What do you mean, which is your drinking vessel? No, it's not that one near you. It's the further mug. There is very little to report this week, as although most of our systems seem to be where we want them, it's difficult to say, as the Hutton Helper is missing half of its updates and I haven't been able to visit the systems myself as I've been um, indisposed for some reason. All I can see from the ancient terminal at the naughty step is that if your system resides at the arse end of the alphabet, you probably need to drop your influence a bit. The intel from King Hanky was either corrupted by cons cosmic interference or intercepted by the dastardly Don, so if you're in Cololonia, your guess is as good as mine. That's all I have. Sorry. Oh, no. We've done that. 
over to Norma. The Golconda colonists were impressed by the Federation's success and have agreed to migrate to the outpost once it's been completed. The outpost will be named Forrester's Choice to honour the captain of the Golconda, Jonathan Forrester. More on that later. And that was the news. Now, we're going to take off the dinner jackets that we wear whilst we present the news and settle down by the fire that we've created from a candle, some kindling and a big pile of redacted reports. Whilst we do that, we'll play you a tune. We do have a theme this week, and please send guesses to Commander Palantir on Twitch or Discord or to me, his mentor, Harry Balzac, on TeamSpeak. Our first tune is a reminder about gremlins and not feeding them after midnight. It's If You Don't Want Me To Destroy You by Super Furry Animals. Ah, oh, well, that was a nice, gentle song, wasn't it? Good evening, everybody. How is everyone up here in the live room? Yay! Yeah, we got a little bit more room than usual to, to spread out, haven't we? I've got a chance yeah, to look in Psycho Cow's locker here to see what he keeps when he's not around. And that's <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> Flossy, don't spread out like that. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Floss spreading, it's not nice, is it? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, going to our talky-talky bits here. The first thing we want to do is, because we haven't mentioned it enough so far this evening, we're going to talk about the muggies. And I'm going to go and get Mr. Shouty and bring him up here into the live room so that he can update us with what's going on. Good evening, Mr. Shouty. Good evening. Okay, you're live. Muggy. I'm talk. live, right. Right, um, so as you've already heard and um, probably been bombarded with, we're having an award ceremony. So, first of all, most importantly, I'd like to thank the muggers. That's uh, Nocti, Claire Helen, Doctor, Simmons, Darius, Daimu, Cow, me. Um, so, obviously, they, they've created a lot for pride, a lot of pride. So, to go through it, it might take me as long as it took to take round the first, but here we go. We have our own amazing muggy statuettes, which are amazing. We have both key rings, letters from Alvin. A war certificate, 3D printed things that glitter and shine. We've got Lego people with lots of amazing detail. Ball cap badges, and not just for the winners, for everyone who makes the final shortlist. So there's quite a few of them going out. Um, I've seen, well, they're really shiny. Well, yeah, we've got patches, postcards, decals, chips, blueprints, and we've even got hold of Alvin's balls. So, like you say, we've asked for your nominations for some good tricky reasons. And to why they deserve such a prestigious award, and you haven't disappointed. But uh, the more nominations we have, you the harder job you're going to make for us. So we all like we all know you like to make uh, life difficult for us. So get sending those nominations in. Um, but anyway, I've I've had a lot of laughs. Uh, if you are more modest, because of all the nominations I've read through, like a big fat truckery Santa. So. Um, so why don't mind, I've, I've just picked a few of them, and I, I would like you to play along here. So, I'm going to read out some reasons, and I'd like you to guess which commander these reasons belong to. Are you up for that? Yep. Alright. Yep. Okay. Okay, okay. Right. For scooping off engines on a high-G world, or not, or going on a convoy, as a fuel that, without a fuel scoop. Would that Lost be everyone's favourite? Oh, I, I can't possibly comment. Yes, he is our beloved Flotty. For pouring a glass of wine into his own computer while helping run out an event. Oh, that'd <laughs> be Harry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> For visibly appearing naked in a live stream, I watched it on Twitch and almost spat out all my gin over my shirt controls. That, that could be anybody. <laughs> well, this time it's Buck. <laughs> 
He's and then finally, he's a machine delivering more tons of cargo in a week than some commanders managed in their whole career. Monty even trucking, but trucking by the pool during his recent holiday, and it was indeed Monty P. So if you write, so you've, you've basically given all the details. Go to the web address, tinyurl for last mug nominees or uh, nomination for the mug. Um, there's all the reasons on there. If you hover over the pictures, you can see why each and every one of them have been there. Um, you mentioned we're going to have a blind vote that will run for a week. Well, uh, at the end of which we'll go and sit in our private app, stick the silent running on, and just like Louis Walsh on the X Factor, we'll throw your pictures around like chaff until we agree on the fourth most amazing country in each category. And then, uh, that one, then we'll get that vote out and done. So. And then, beginning of next year, it's going to be all red carpet. Yeah. Um, what, what's the so, date and time again? It will be the 2nd of January. It will be about the usual time the show starts, because it will be on the same day as, as the usual show. Um, so, yeah, we will be fair about it. We've, we, you know, we're going to be looking at uh, the host and helper starts, your votes, uh, the amount of times you've been nominated, and all the various reasons you give us. So, we are going to be as fair as we can be about it. So. And we're looking forward to it. We're all very, very excited right now. So get nominating and uh, hopefully we'll have an amazing show put forward to you because I've seen some of the things going in. It uh, should be a lot of fun. We're very much looking forward to it because it means we don't have to write anything for the show. It's all your problem. <clears throat> yes, it's all my problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, brilliant. Awesome. Th thank you, my lord. Oh, you're more than welcome. Okay. Thank you, Chelsea. Uh, I'm going to drop him back wherever he was down here somewhere. There we go. Oh, he, he's, he, he's taken himself, as it were. Okay, so that's the muggies, everyone. Right, let's look at some of the things we've got here. Return to Seoul. I saw some very good uh, pictures from that. I mean, we mentioned that in the news, but it did seem to be quite a bit of fun. I did hear someone did it solo as well. Yes, I did see appear to have gone there and found nobody there. So uh, I think it was a Mr. William Nomates uh, went <laughs> went and found that he was there by himself. I don't know if he was flying in solo or in the wrong group, but it shows that it, in Elite Dangerous, you don't need to necessarily be doing it in a big group. Doing it by yourself is just as much fun, but does get more people talking about you. Yes. I'm feeling sorry. Yeah. Uh, did, or or uh, giggling and pointing. Yeah. Yes. I, I didn't get a chance to take part in it. Did anybody else have a have a go and go and see Voyager? Alas, my, no. I no, couldn't because not. my only commander with the salt permit is uh, doing round the verse. No, oh, and it, it took. It was um. Was it on Saturday? Was it? Yeah, I think so. Oh, that, that was good. I was I went out to the theatre on Saturday, but I was late because I, there was a BMW driver ahead of me and they were taking such a long time to park. I tried to go round them and like a twonk, I went up on the curb at the wrong angle and blew my tyre. <clears throat> so I had to sit around. <clears throat> twonk. Yes. Yeah. And of course, cars these days, space saver tyre, just enough to go and get it to a repair station and get it fixed. And we arrived just in time for the interval of the first play and a large I glass of wine. I withdraw my sympathy having heard how you blew your tyre. <laughs> yeah, I didn't mention that before, did I? I did say BMW driver got in the way, which got lots of sympathy, but then just because I was an arse and went up on the curb at the wrong angle, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I don't deserve... <laughs> that was a... that was, And you were saying about how expensive the, the wine was in the theatre. A 250ml glass was nine quid. Yeah, 109 quid by the time I put the bloody tyre on there. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. These things happen. Okay. Um, accidents happen, yeah. Yes. Now, obviously, uh, Green Room... That we'll... wasn't an accident. It was a misjudgment. Yes, yes. That was a <laughs> cock-up on my part. Complete cock-up, yeah. The, um, talking now about the Green Room, hopefully lots of people who uh, use Facebook will have seen that what we're trying to do now is Mr. Vantian has set up a an event for every one of our radio shows, a repeating event. 
And what we'll be doing is putting information in there about the show. We'll be putting in the, the stuff that I do, for example, telling you who was in Buck's Top Trucker each week. That will go into the event for that particular week, and we'll put a link to it from the main Facebook page. We're trying to keep everything together and get everybody involved in what's coming up on the show, including Green Room. We've this done all sorts of experiments. Yeah, yeah sorry, Amelia, yes? As I said, this sounds very organised. It's completely unlike us. It, it won't last. It's only going to be for the first couple of weeks. Now it'll all turn to shut. Yeah, it'll go. Uh, anyway, uh, what, what we're going to try and do is that if people want to um, talk to us in the green room, and it doesn't have to be about anything major, but ideally not, not how much rainfall they've got or what colour their lilacs have come up, um, then they can put a message into the event for that week and we'll know when we'll make sure that we come and get you during the, the green room section and we'll see how that runs for a while. So look out for that page because that's where the links will be for everything uh, for the future. Talking of links, something happened to Elite Dangerous, didn't it? Something happened yesterday. Yes. Yes. Uh, and I, I'm not going to use. And we, there's a B word which we don't use around here at the moment. We're not. We're not talking about that due to the uh, salt content that can. It's arise. very very salty. It can be, but, but what we have uh, found is that uh, Simmons has been very kind and set up an event page for the beta, uh, which will allow everybody to have conversations in there. And so I don't expect like everybody else, I don't think there'll be very much in the way of new content, but there will be changes to the way things work. And I think it's confusing for people at the very least to see it on the main page. And at worst, there are spoilers for content that might be coming up that people might be able to work it out. So if we see any beta talk on the main Facebook page, we will be either closing it off or deleting it and directing people to Simmons beta page which is there and it's and here we go it's events it's facebook.com it's slash events five six four eight four nine three one zero zero nine one seven one <laughs> everybody get that one <laughs> yes but you can get it that's from awesome. the main facebook page uh simmons beta and that's where I'd say all conversations please for the for the beta and questions and everything in there keep it nice and tidy uh coming up soon in a few days uh we've reminder of rampages geezer rodeo and remember or geyser rodeo this is not um climbing aboard old men <laughs> wait wait which was a great disappointment to me, but never mind. Uh, and that's where they're going to, you'll find that event on our Facebook page as well. That's where people are going to be trying to get the highest on a low gravity planet. Uh, and we talked about that last week, but it's happening on the 5th of December at 2100 UTC. So that's 2100 game time. And, and if you do go along uh, and you manage to uh, get into orbit, by the geyser do not self-destruct your srv because everyone will want to jump in their ships and fly up and take a selfie with you lovely talking of other things that happen we've got one coming up very soon this sunday commander venezia hutton holiday help and this is facebook event seven four zero six six three nine nine three zero eight two seven four four yes and this is on sunday at 9 p.m utc 9 p.m game time it's a santa run apparently and i'll read out what it says here on the event santa has contacted the hutton truckers for help delivering presents this year apparently thug the mighty is hurting his supply lines Ooh. We will be rescuing Santa's megaship while protecting it from Thargoids. This means we will need hot twat combat pilots to fight the Thargoids and hot twat rescue ships to perform repairs and possible rescues on the megaships. Once the repairs and rescues are complete, we will be playing naughty for Santa and hunting nearby Thargoids. Uh, apparently, today we should have heard where the event is to take place. And it's not on there. If you're listening, Venezia, you failed. Have a look on that. People, it's supposed to be on 
Thursday. Oh, mind you, it's only Thursday morning for him, so plenty of time to do that. Keep an eye out for that. That looks like fun. And another one, Hutton does CQC, organised by Commander Shoreside Customs. Oh, be, bear in mind, both of these, they may be uh, organised by people who are on Hotbox team, but PC uh, users, PC players are welcome, of course. The Hutton does CQC, that's uh, Saturday at, again, 2100 UTC. Usual stuff. Go in and have a bit of a laugh for all truckers. Just use the phrase for the mug when entering the lobby. Uh, have a look on his uh, events page, which is, oh, I love this bit. 4701-2037-0249652. Lovely. And last in our events diary, but by no means least, for one of our chosen charities, Hearing Dogs for the Deaf, this Saturday and Sunday at one of the centres here at near close to um, close to Palantirland, Saunderton at Princess Risborough, there's a Christmas uh, fete on Saturday and Sunday uh, there, and that's featuring her uh, mulled wine, Santa, plenty of dogs, lots of gifts, and on Saturday there will be an appearance by our leader. Alvin will be there Saturday. Yes. All hail, Alvin. Yes. So I'll be there. I'll be going there at Saturday as well. Uh, that's all I have in the list here. Does anybody else in the team have anything that I've forgotten? Uh, nope. Not by way of events. Nope. No. <laughs> no, I've plenty of things I have forgotten, like how to drive. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. Um. In that case, oh, oh did, did oh, we oh. mention the muggies? Oh, oh I can't yeah, you have to mention the muggies. I can't don't forget, don't forget the muggies. Yeah, don't forget the muggies. Yeah, look, I've got a bit right at the end of the show as well. So, in case anybody is still awake, I'll remind them again. So, remember nominations.forthemug.com or to see people's ugly faces. And when you go and look at this uh, next page, if you mouse over their name, you get. Uh, a random clip, which is one of the um, nomination quotations, one of the things that have been put in to for why they've been nominated. And, and that's tinyurl.com slash mug nominees. Okay. That was not the best place to have a pause. No. no. Well, I had to try and remember what the frick it was. I only set it up earlier today and I couldn't remember. Right. And I, I didn't, I chose not to do one of the things that Simuth does when he sets up a tiny URL and make it entirely disgusting. <laughs> <clears throat> because this is, this is for a good cause and, and Shouty would like it too much. In that case, I declare this section of the program closed. Mr. Pusher of the Buttons, is, if Flossie is ready. Yep, I'm ready. Let's have Flossie's tune, please. <laughs> when the universe is in trouble, bug infestations in the bubble, your home stations burn rubble. What on earth can we do now? Interstellar initiatives. Let Flossie tell you what it is, then you can get involved with this should listen to what Flossie says Interstellar Initiative Flossie tells us what she thinks it is Then you can get involved with this Now you should listen to what Flossie says Hello, Flossie here with this week's Interstellar Initiative CG News The Federation has won the bid to provide the Colcunders population with a permanent home, beating a rival effort by the Empire. Both campaigns received support from the galactic community, but the initiative to create a new orbital outpost for the Generation ship's inhabitants ultimately proved more popular than the construction of a planetary port. An official message from the Golconda confirmed that the colonists were impressed by the superpower's success and have agreed to migrate to the outpost once it has been completed. 
The outpost will be named Forrester's Choice to honour the captain of the Golconda, Jonathan Forrester. The Golconda crew have also accepted the status of federal partner while retaining their autonomy. Congressman Harlan Turk made this statement. We are proud to offer a fresh start to a society descended from the Federation's forebears. Their unique culture will continue to thrive among the stars as an outpost that enjoys federal protection. Imperial Senator Ava Cornelius sent a message of goodwill to Captain Forrester and his crew. She admitted disappointment at the Golconda's decision but wished the colonists peace and prosperity for the future. And that's this week's Interstellar Initiatives news. Flossie told you what to do. To introduce our second tune this evening, I've got a link here that's completely seamless. From Flossie, who always goes the distance, to Commander Wotherspoon, the products of whose digestion is always the icing on the cake. It's The Distance by Cake. <laughs> you, see, you see what I did there? Actually, sorry about the digestion reference so close to cake. I, I didn't think that one through. Galnet News Digest, Beta Special, 28th of November, 3305. We read the news so you... Don't have to. In this week's news, a nice hot cup of tea. Insurance fraud encouraged under new scheme. Miners hit by market forces. Public holidays given the go-ahead. A nice hot cup of tea. A new galaxy simulation has started. But if you want to try it, you'll need to be quick. It finishes at the start of next week. Only politically correct commanders are permitted to take part. Some of these PC commanders have been confused by the requirement to have steam. But this turns out to be because you need to boil your kettle for a nice hot cup of tea while the software downloads. In simulation land, there are no arcs and Thargoid Medusas are far more plentiful and have cute little spikes instead of the fearsome wild ones they have in the real galaxy. Those participating in the galaxy simulation find themselves transported 10 days back in time, giving them the chance to live those days again, but getting it right this time. At the end of the simulation, everything they've done will turn to dust. The galaxy will implode, all life will be snuffed out, and there will be darkness upon the face of the simulated void. Insurance fraud encouraged under new scheme. Commanders in the new galaxy simulation are being encouraged to make insurance claims to take advantage of a ludicrous loophole in the regulations. Any commander who clears their save is able to start their life afresh under a new identity and with 100 million credits. It's a bit like a witness protection program, only you don't need to do any witnessing. There's no downside. This new fast start scheme offers an excellent way to pick yourself up, dust yourself down and start all over again. We just can't wait for it to be rolled out into the real galaxy. Miners hit by market forces. Becoming a Void Opal billionaire is set to become harder following the decision of markets across the galaxy to only buy Void Opals and similar minerals when they're actually needed. At present, the wild-eyed market traders in Void Opals have been willing to pay full price for the precious gems even when their storerooms were full to bursting. So, if you have a huge secret stash of Alexandrite, Benitoite, Grandidorite, low-temperature diamonds, monazite, muscrovite, painite, rodplumsite, serendibite, and void opals. You might like to think about selling them 
before January. Public holidays given the go-ahead. Authorities in the galaxy are planning to allow citizens the opportunity to take days off under a scheme announced this week. The new radical public holidays are being trialled in the galaxy simulation and, if successful, will be introduced permanently. Holidays such as We Love the President Day, the Emperor's Birthday and the anniversary of Prime Minister Edmund Mahan's election, under dubious circumstances, will be celebrated in appropriate systems. In order to balance the happiness this will cause, authorities are also introducing some other faction states. These will include drought, infrastructure failure, terrorism and natural disasters. The authorities give with one hand and take away with four others. Just what sort of natural disaster could affect an entire star system is an as yet unanswered question. Perhaps planets colliding or the star going supernova. Whatever it is, it had better be spectacular. And that's this week's Beta Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to. He always manages, doesn't he? He always manages to find something, some depth which he can plumb. I suspect that the news about the mining is going to cause a little trepidation here in Studio 5, our very own void opal multi-mega billionaires may, fi- may find that she has to do a little bit more running around to sell off her void opals not so easy now is it well oh no you see harry harry mm-hmm, you, you yes. have to you have to take this from a different point of view money is a side effect of fun <laughs> yeah <laughs> You you don't mine for the money. If you if you mine for the money, you'll be rich in a few days or a few weeks or whatever. It doesn't matter. the The fun uh, is in the mining, and the money is just uh, a healthy side effect. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you keep telling yourself that. Yeah. <laughs> When the reserves start to run dry, when you're on your 15th rebuy of the Anaconda one afternoon, yeah. I've done that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, you can afford (laughs) to do it now. Although I I never use an Anaconda to mine. I'm always in my Type 9. Type 9s are just much more comfortable. You know, the slow lumbering whale, it's very serene and it's almost, I'd say, zen. Reminds me of me. Lovely. Yes. (laughs) Well, enough of that. Enough of that, bollocks. Um, Mr. Lou, let's. Time for you to introduce our next song. Well, I, I'm still a bit flustered by the phrase "money is a byproduct of fun" because I went to a whole different profession. But um, it, <laughs> yeah, but yeah no, no wonder you're poor. Yes, um, <laughs> it, it's nearly time to see who Uncle Book has placed on his naughty and nice list. Uh, I think I know which one I'm on. Uh, no, he doesn't check them twice. If you're on the wrong list, that's tough luck, or Texan love, as he calls it. But before that, although we normally don't condone pirate behaviour as being distinctly non-PWP, we're prepared to make an exception when it comes to Book, as we understand he's very fond of a Jolly Roger. It's Scourge of the Seven Seas by Musical Blades. We fly all over the 
Howdy there, y'all. This here's Buck Naked, spokesman for Lacon Spaceways. Back again for this week's Hutton Top Trucker. And this week I got me a co-presenter, my very own sister, June Ellie Mae Ophelia and Genevieve Naked. We calls her Junebug for short, cause she's always up in your business. Now, you may be wondering why she gets a long name while mine is shorter in a summer day in the middle of a Texas winter. Well, it's cause I wore our mother out so bad during delivery, she was too tuckered to give me a proper name. So I just got called Buck on account of me kicking her like a mule and breaking her nose while the midwife tried to hand me over. She still ain't forgive me for that. So Miss Junebug, how's your doing this fine Thanksgiving day? Ooh-wee! I'm right happier than a hummingbird in a field of wildflowers. After all, you're cooking up the turkey this year, and I can't wait to chow down on a leg and some dressing and cranberry and mashed taters and fried okra and sweet potato pie and green bean casserole. Whoa, whoa there, girl. Now, we don't want people thinking you're a right hog. And I'm going to slop a bunch of gravy all over it. What's for dessert? Seconds. So anyway, let's get on to our top truckers for this week. From the Explorers, we got the man who put the jump in Jumponium, who's crazier than a woodpecker cracking open a metal street lamp, and gets less sleep than the tax man during tax season. Commander Bowl of Petunias is apparently making another round round the galaxy, putting in over 115,200 light years. Our pew pew extraordinaire this week has got the despicably dirty do-batter Don Antonacci running away like the antelope trying to get away from a cheetah. It's our very own cheetah of death, Commander Texas Stoop, racking in 41.8 million credits worth of bounties. Way to put the hurt on him, Stu. And that old legend, Commander Texas Stu, doubled up on his doggedly duties this week, racking in 432 mission points as well. Miss Lale has a coupon for you from Mick Thargoids. Be sure to swing by and pick up your very own free Mick Stiffy. That's kind of like a milkshake for y'all who ain't in the know. Loading up the new trailer attachment to the rear of the Lacon Type 9 and filling it to the brim, ignoring all weight restrictions, Commander Dayglow Viking hauled over 82,000 tons of cargo around the galaxy. I believe he even included a few cases of cores to drop off at Big Eno's gravesite. Allegedly, he flew off singing, Ease bad and now, load it up in. Taking control of the hunting Uber this week, we got Commander Bellwind Darkstar delivering 672 passengers around the galaxy, all while earning a five-star rating from each one. Except the one who wanted the other kind of mixed if he got airlocked. Our fastest run to Hutton Orbital is held by Commander Rampage 737 in one hour, 22 minutes, and 40 seconds, but our fastest run so far in this gobble gobble Thanksgiving turkey November with a side of cornbread is Commander Malice XR3 in 1 hour, 24 minutes, and 6 seconds. If y'all think that you've got what it takes to beat these scores, then download the Hutton Helper and get to flying. You want to hear your name on this here radio station? Make sure you got the Hutton Helper installed. Pick it up on the web at hot.forthemug.com and get to trucking. And don't forget, if you do hear your name called out and you ain't already got one, get in touch with us to get your very own Hutton decal for your ship. Hutton Top Trucker, brought to you by Lake Home Spaceways, the only ship in the galaxy that come with extra sides for your Thanksgiving turkey. When we eat. Soon as I push this button, Junebug. Bye, y'all. Well, that was different, wasn't it? I don't know if Buck was actually naked when he did did his recording. There, we will uh, we will be checking up on that on that bit uh, later. But it's nice to hear yet another member of Buck's extended family helping him out with the top trucker. And don't forget, say if your name's on there, please contact us by emailing. I took part at huttonorbital.com. Uh, 
Uh, we still have several commanders who keep getting mentioned in Buck's Top Trucker who have not yet applied for their very own Hutton decal, which they can put on all of their ships and all of their SRVs. Okay, uh, guesses. Guesses. How are we doing with guesses on the theme? Wilma, Wilma, have we got one in the script here somewhere? Has somebody got one? Uh, I see four. Okay, who, what's the first one then? So the first one is from Lithobreaker. He says, the theme is my evening so far. Mm, not even close. No, absolutely not. Um, <laughs> um, let's have a look. Flossie, there's, Flossie, we've got another one there, haven't we? We, we got off Mr. Shouty there. What does he ask? He says, is the theme portal just Black Mesa and cake? I think that's more the inside of his his black heart he's thinking of there. Uh, and Debmi, we got one from LCU? We do. He says, is the theme running away? That's not close. And it, but all of those put together and then multiplied a thousand times and thrown a long, long, long way away and put on a ship on the way to Hutton Orbital and out the other side would still be closer than your guess of boobs. <laughs> Okay. All right. This is last chance, everyone here. Anyone who, if you want to talk to us in the green room now that uh, Norman's done a brilliant job of fixing, if anybody wants to speak in the green room, remember message us or um, or don't, as it as it were. And this is your last chance. So, um, Floss, you want to do our, our introduction? Before we enter the revolving door to the jungle that is the green room, do remember, gang, if you have something cool that you'd like to share with us, message Commander Palantir or Harry's Balzac, ideally before the end of this next tune. Let's all boogie to Jungle Boogie by Cool and the Gang. Well, that wasn't sudden at all, was it? That didn't catch us on the hop whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> no, and as professionals, there is no dead air. We just keep talking and putting crap out there as long as there isn't dead air and then Norm will come along and edit it for us later. Seamless. Smashing. Yes. Well, uh, we haven't had any more guesses uh, so far. Uh, and we, I've just had a quick look at our Hutton Trucker Orbital News Live from Studio 5 event for this evening. And we have not had any requests there for anyone wishing to speak to us from the green room so we'll give a nice wave from here through the window to the people in the green room hello hello that's good that's it that's lovely thank you very Don't much wave like that no wave with your hand oh dear oh it's just embarrassing um um i tell you what amelia move us on will you yes okay so um, we're nearly at the end of the show. Uh, just one last chance for you to guess our theme. Please, please guess. Guesses are good. Uh, during this song where the band is, um, in my opinion, far too free with making a racket, it's Gungadin by the Libertines. Well, that was charming, wasn't it? That was lovely and charming. How lovely. Um, I am told that there is an event which I have not mentioned but I can't find any. Oh, hang on. I've just I've just got some details coming through here. Bear with me, everybody. It's uh, it's on EDSM, that, which is why uh, I didn't know about it, because obviously we're so Facebook orientated. Uh, apparently, uh, it starts on December the 1st, a Christmas Carriers Convoy. And I'll give this a I'll read the uh, highlights of this. Uh, Christmas Carriers Convoy 4, in conjunction with its collaborators Shadow of the Phoenix and Colonia Citizens Network, would like to extend this tradition to the far reaches of space by delivering presents to Colonia in time for the annual festivities. They ask that the following commodities commodities be delivered, but not limited to, and there's, there's a list of things. And it, it also has routing and waypoints below, uh, and you've got two days and 22 hours before it begins, and I'm going to paste that into the twitch chat there it, it's uh edsm 
and then a whole load of stuff. Expedition summary 84. There we go. That will be. Uh, sorry, we didn't know about that. But uh, in future, again, if anybody has anything they want to publicize, getting it to us via Facebook is the simplest way of doing it. Um, oh, and yeah, we'll, we'll see. That's, it's not a Hutton-sponsored thing, but it's still a convoy and it's still in Elite Dangerous. And they're taking Hutton mugs. Uh, yes, so good. That's fantastic. Oh, uh, now, I've, I've got a, a late guess in here from, oh, from, uh, from Litho Breaker, and it's pretty close. I'm going to ask him. Close isn't good enough for Litho. No, um, I'm going to, I'm going to um, bring him up here and see if he can actually explain it to us, and they'll see that because I think he deserves a pat on the back for this one. Here you go. You're moving, moving, moving. Hello, Litho Breaker. Greetings. Hello. Oh. Well, yes, I, I am. I would like to understand your exact. Um, I've been given this. Uh, Informate this by Mr. Vantian. We need the exact links on this. Just a guess won't do. I so, think I have links for all of them. Good. So if I can start with the first song, which was If You Don't Want Me to Destroy You by Super Furry Animals. If. Oh, no, but I can see why. Um, I'll tell you I'll tell you why afterwards, but, but I, I think I have to accept that that's a that's a valid interpretation the uh, the second one was the distance by cake well cake mm -hmm. it's, um, it's, a, it's a horrible link for cake scourge of the seven seas by musical blades that would be the seven seas which is a poetry collection it is jungle boogie yeah, all right. Okay. The, yeah, the, yeah. Yeah, the, the link is Kipling. Uh, yeah. And so I won't insult everybody by saying Jungle Boogie and Gunga Din. Uh, the first mm -hmm. one was actually um, based on The Destroyers, which is a poem Kipling published in 1898. It says here on my piece of paper. In, in the words of Commander Wotherspoon, this was an exceedingly difficult music theme. Yes, the, and, until there yes, was a was. huge broad brush uh, laid about him. Never mind. Uh, can you guess what the last song would be? No, because there's, there's, there's shitloads, aren't there? That's, that's the technical term. Don't, don't worry. I don't worry. But yes, you have the... Um, once again, Litho Breaker is correct. There we go. I should have got it faster than that, though. I actually live a couple of miles from Rigid Lake, which is what he was named after. <laughs> well, I think that's that's brilliant. Uh, thank you. Thank it's you. nice. It's it's not a it's not a Hutton Orbital Radio News if Litho Breaker doesn't guess the theme just at the last second. <clears throat> okay, so I'm gonna say then, although it's only ten to ten. Isn't it amazing what happens when we don't have cow or Vantillon here? Never mind. <clears throat> Edit that out, please, Norm. Um, okay. <laughs> next week be on time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, it's, it's cows, cows organising it, but I, or rather, I'm still script editor, even if he's um, showrunner. So how much are you paying me? <laughs> Ten times you, what you news you get. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Double right, it okay. easily, yeah. Nothing. This is I'll absolutely just say deliberate. Passy. You yeah. see how easy it is? Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. You second. say that, yeah. You turn seamless. your back. Yes, it's it's completely seamless. Did you like? Did you like that link with seamless in there? I did. I did very much. <laughs> Good. Well, we'll just have a chat here for the next couple of hours. The 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 recorded show will be about four hours long, but once Norman's edited, it'll be about an hour and ten minutes. Well, actually, I'll take this this opportunity, if I may, um, just to say that there was someone who didn't know about the team speak in our Twitch, um, Commander UTU2TM. Uh, if you go to ts.forthemug.com, you can join in on the chat and uh, message us there, your guesses for the theme, etc., etc., and have lots of fun. Are you sure about the last bit? 
Wow. Well, yeah, well, of course, it'll, of course it'll be fun. We're not here all the time. <laughs> I, I can't speak for anyone else, but I always have uber, uber fun. Very. And that just about wraps up our show for this week. I'd like to say a special thank you to Commander LCU No Fool Like One, his assistant, Paolo, and the rest of his clan, Karen and Caitlin, who carefully worked their way through the intro, assisted by the lovely Commander Wotherspoon. Commander Ventura pushed our buttons, recorded our voices, and as he so often does, will be giving up his spare time to edit this nonsense into a form that's fit to be available as a podcast, which was especially useful this week with the radio station being broken. Thank you to special script contributors, Mia Harkness and Chris Whitworth. As always, thank you to my fellow presenters, Lou and Norma Snockers, Wilma Fingerdoo and the Apology Officer. Most of all, thanks to you, our listener, for sticking with the show to the end, and hopefully the Americans will go back to work in time for the radio station servers to be fixed for next week. Fingers crossed. <laughs> and happy Thanksgiving to our American friends. You didn't think we'd ignore it completely, did you? Tried to. I could when you block it. <laughs> tried to. Tried to. <sighs> we, we should give thanks for them leaving as well. We won't be back to work till Monday. Yeah. I'm Harry Balzac saying don't forget to go to nominate.forthemug.com we're about to hit the road and so are the electric light orchestra the road to mandalay good night for the mug for the mug, for the mug. mug. oh you get all sorts here smells like it too mirth horrible stains marigolds there you go donkey dick it says here next my dear man, Cox. Like an obese child. No. Teabag. What's that? What have you had? It's the 34th century. What the fuck's that? Patron. Nada. Sounds majestic, because it is, Michelle. This is Beyond Dockers. 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 Beyond Dockers, a mockumentary podcast available at bs-dockers.com. Also on iTunes. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of the show. Everybody's buggered off now, so why don't you bugger off too? Night-night.